0: Hello, folks. It's Jay from J Talk. here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free um It's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer on the phone on the go. Make some good content there. um You can also add some songs from Spotify. uh make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Um, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. Um, and then you can try it, you can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Hey folks, welcome back. This is Jay from Jay Talk. And of course, we got our ever loving, empathetic co host, Mr. Nick from the Nick (laughs) Job.
1: I don't know, man. I was listening to podcast this weekend, and I every time I hear that it cracks me up. I don't know why. It's just funny. What? You hear what? Oh, that. What, 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 what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It cracks me up every time I do it. I, it might be dorky. It might be whatever. I don't care. I just, it's it's,
0: funny. No, it is funny. I love it. I it love makes it. Me laugh. That's
1: all that matters.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. You know, as long as it makes us laugh, we're good. There you go. Yeah. That's so yeah, who cares about the fans? You know? No, I'm just kidding
1: talk about
0: yeah i'm just teasing folks i really am so we do this for you it's good for us too, you know therapy sessions i guess for free oh see
1: yeah because i did i listened to a a couple of them this weekend on the way home from bandera and i listened to myself talk okay you know after the first couple you know I, i was listening to the latest one And I, I, uh, I, you know, I was doing that kind of stuff, hesitating, and I was, I felt like I was, like, going the long way to get to the point, stuff like that. I mean, we want to put an hour on it, but I didn't want to do it that way. Yeah. Listening to myself talk helps me, you know, understand what I need to say and how I need to say it and how I need to think, stuff like that. So I more or less did the critiquing of myself. Right. Listening to the podcast. Now, I've got tons of recordings of me announcing ski shows, but it's repetitive. Yes. And it's the same thing, unless somebody falls and you have to ad-lib, but you already have all that stuff written down.
0: Yes. So Yeah.
1: But, you, you know, know what's going to be. Wet spot when they were skiing, you know, silly stuff <laughs> like that. Right. Really funny. That's so, funny.
0: That's good. Yeah. But see, I mean, that's, um, you're right. It's so if you've, would you say you're better in these later episodes, than you were in the beginning.
1: See, I don't think so. Really, I think I was relaxed and kicked back in the beginning. Okay, I was excited about it, and then when we started having to, you know, we we were excited about talking about online dating because that was our first couple, three or four podcasts, right? Yes, and I was really, I was really focused on that, and then we started changing and doing some different stuff. So I think, like even now, I hesitate to think for a second, and then I. Say what I'm gonna say. And did and and you saw how I just did that. And then I say what I gotta say. You know, I'm hesitating, like repeating the same thing. It's I don't wanna ever be the guy that goes, Well, I uh was going to uh and then I, you know, I went to uh uh and then you know, we need to take uh and then I stood we uh uh drives me insane. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, we, folks. I couldn't help but laugh at that one. That was funny. That was
1: great. We had meet after meeting after meeting at the company we worked for, and that's how our bosses talk. Really? It, we got to the point. Yes, we got to the point where, for the hour, hour and a half, however long the meeting lasts, there's twenty-something plus people in the meeting, and they're all Zoom meetings. But, um, they would say that. So I started counting them. And one meeting ran over just a little over an hour and they said the word, um, over 400 times. Really? Are you serious? And I could not tell you what the meeting was about.
0: Okay. So, not- okay. I got
1: a question. Do we do it that much? See, we don't. Really? You and I, you and I don't do ums and, and we, don't, we don't fill dead spaces. No oh, no, I think what these people are doing when they're talking um um when they're thinking, you and I stop We'll go, well, what I was thinking about the other day, and then we slow our speech down and, and spread our words out a little bit and slow our talk- our, our thought pro- our thought process is going crazy, and we're trying to articulate yes, what we're saying we don't when we hit that dead spot, we don't fill it with the um. Like when I hit a dead spot, um, I don't want to go um uh, well, i you know we don't do that, neither one of us do that.
0: oh, okay, I'm glad you were critiquing mine as well. I appreciate it It's hard for I me really to was. listen to myself. I will tell you that one hundred percent it is really hard listening to myself. I have tried to listen to the podcast, and it is just hard hearing my own voice coming across really? yeah i don't I don't know why, but it it's just something that's kind of weird now, I will say this. For the most part, yeah, you say we tend to try to articulate our feelings, our emotions, our descriptions, whatever. We do a pretty good job of it, I think. Yes, But I think we're a little more prepared. Most of the time we have a general idea what our subject of our podcast is. And if it's just me and you, we feed off of each other really well. And that is a very key point. And I mean, everybody said it. I hope most of our fans would agree that we have a really great camaraderie. Yes. You know, and it really feeds off of that. So um, it's, I hope to continue that way, but I always kind of worried about that, uh, um, you know, uh, <laughs> so, you know, and it's funny, but I guess whenever we talk, we talk like friends. And when you talk like friends, you don't do that to your friends. Because you're not worried about what you're talking about. And you're honest. Yeah, and you're honest. Uh, there's a key point. You know? Well, we are. Yeah. You know, so so maybe, maybe the people in your meetings, maybe just don't know the subject as much as they want to, but they want to hear their own voice.
1: That's exactly <laughs> right. Man, did you hit the nail right on the head? <laughs> Sorry. They do. They, they say bloviate. You know, they just love to hear the sound of their voice. Yeah. I don't like to hear the sound of my voice, but I want to make it sound better for the people that are listening. Yes. So they don't get confused and I don't tell stories and I'm not jumping from one corner to another, you know, instead of telling the story the way it went and them going, Oh man, that's funny. Or I get it or whatever. Right. Instead of going, wait a minute. He started off talking about, you know, this thing, and then he went over to this thing and he never went back to that thing you know yeah that that that's the only thing that i get focused on that's when we both we both start slowing down and our brains are going a mile a second trying to figure out what we're going to say next so that we're saying it right so that it's understandable
0: yeah and i think that's the key is we want to make it um understandable for our friends and there i said it uh the first time. Well, no, no, no. I did that one on purpose, actually. So you know.
1: <laughs> All right, everybody, get your pencils and pens out and get a piece of paper. Every time we say the word "um," throw it down and send us an email. Going, you guys are idiots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so, that, it, but it's funny that you say that. It's. I would agree. We have a tendency. We want to articulate, and we want it to make it uh, entertaining. We want to make it understandable, you know, And, and I think that's the key point. So like there, I'm trying to articulate what I'm trying to come across to the people with. I didn't go, uh, we want to, uh, no, it's just like, okay, stop for a second. Articulate your words and then, you know, say it. Right. So I'm not saying I'm perfect. Trust me. I'm far from it. Because if I was perfect, I wouldn't be single.
1: Anyway, sorry. <laughs> or we wouldn't be sitting on this podcast would be lots richer.
0: Yes, exactly. There you go. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that's what you think. Yeah, I know. No, I always loved the line of, you know, hey, if I was this, I wouldn't be single. People yeah. look at me like, really, will you shut up? You know, and it's like, dude, y- y'all have no idea. I am proud of who I am. I know who I am. That's what makes everything even more funny. I mean, come on. It's it, I make jokes about it all the time. I'm the old uh old fat white guy and everybody's just like, "You're not fat." Okay, what about the old and white? Well, you know, white I can't control, but, you know, and old technically I
1: can't oh, either. You, you can't either. Yeah, so I'm going to throw one on top of that. I'm the old fat White, bald guy. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, bald guy. Okay,
1: on that caveat.
0: There you go. Good. Yeah, I have a little bit of a bald spot. You know.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't count. <laughs> you, to, you still got that salt pepper thing going. Yeah,
0: I know, I know. I'm teasing you, man. It's all That's good.
1: Why they're beating your door down, and you're still single. I don't get it. There aren't women
0: beating it. my door down. What the hell? I can. Hear,
1: listen, people, listen real close. You can hear somebody knocking on the door right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that,
0: by the
1: way. <laughs> that was, was
0: the dog. Yeah, that was the dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised you're not barking right now because I knocked. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> but so. see, you know, it's interesting talking about the things that we're talking about and how we want to articulate ourselves and how we do this. I have learned a lot about myself just doing this podcast. That's good. I mean, a lot about my empathic behavior i mean some of it good some of it bad yeah
0: yeah no we're not we're not perfect we know we have some yeah i was having an interesting conversation earlier and somebody made a comment about knowing all your secrets and i i said well you know if you listen to my podcast for the most part my closet is still personal it's still closed but every once in a while, it, it the skeletons come out on the podcast. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm
1: sure we're going to get in trouble at some point from somebody who listens to the podcast that uh, you know we might have talked about.
0: Exactly. So I did tell Penny, by the way, that we mentioned her in the last podcast. She was embarrassed as hell, but she laughed.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Not like we have pictures of her and tell her life story or anything silly, you know. no, no, just...
0: no, no, yeah, yeah. Not like we talk about voyeurism or anything like that, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So no, it's funny as hell. So, but other than that, yeah. So you know, today I didn't really have a topic. I actually wanted to just do a, uh, kind of shoot the shit episode, you know. Yeah. Um, and just you know, kind of a train of thought and. Let pe- let people hear us kind of, you know, what's going on in our lives and just, you know, it doesn't have to be a long episode. It can just be a short one, but, you know, just be who Maybe we are.
1: somebody out there that's listening to our podcast that can send me an email and say, hey, I can help you channel your empathic process.
0: Oh, that would be interesting.
1: That
0: would, would be, be interesting. Very
1: interesting. Now, so... Everybody, everybody gives me a hard time for... Watching TikTok all the time, and it does take up a lot of your day, but they call it a niche. The niche that I'm in, I listen to a lot of
0: uh, therapists, psychologists, uh, therapists, psychologists,
1: yeah. psychiatrists. I listen to a bunch of people that are uh, self-aware narcissists, I uh, people that have been tested positive for AD, extreme ADHD for bipolar disorder, and all those behaviors have become extremely interesting to me to understand more about their thought process because when I'm around people, for example, that have extreme ADHD, I I feel so uncomfortable because of my, my empathic behavior. I'm feeling whatever they're going through. Right. They're sad my sadness increases by like 10%. Right. Or if they're really happy, I'm getting 10% more than they are. So it's an extreme up and down and I'm not normally an extreme person. Right. And I never I never knew that. I no. never thought of it. Right. So when I'm around people that are uh, you know, mild, you know, kind of middle of the road, uh you know, uh, and they uh, don't have extreme, <laughs> Yeah, I know. They don't have extreme lows and extreme highs. Yeah. Those are the people... I feel most comfortable around right the thing that makes it bad about that I didn't know is that narcissists don't have any feelings so it's no wonder I've surrounded myself by narcissists because I don't feel anything from them good or bad
0: oh so it keeps you comfortable. You, you yeah you see more even kill.
1: yes yeah interesting never thought I of get, it that way Probably feel my own emotions and my own thought, pro- in my own deal, and not theirs. That's scary, when
0: though.
1: But I get around people that are highly emotional or they have, you know, some chemical imbalance in their body, like ADHD or bipolar, you know, stuff like that. I feel them and I didn't know that.
0: Right. You, you, so you get that
1: way around me? Well, you're a narcissist, so no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm, I'm about kidding. to say, <laughs> what the hell, oh, you, know, you and I've been friends for thirty years. I've mm. never felt, yeah, never felt an extreme from you. Okay, and it doesn't matter whether it's a friendship, family, you know, coworker, right. just somebody I just met. I didn't know that I was doing that or that I can do that. Right. Well, and I'm pretty know... go ahead. Go ahead. Sensitive. I didn't know I was that sensitive to. The energy around me, I guess that's what I'm trying to say.
0: No, no, no. That's a good analogy. Yeah. Scares the shit out of me. But knowing is half the battle.
1: Now I need to learn how to channel that.
0: Yes. Now you need yeah. to it and control it maybe a little bit better. Yeah. You know, and I, I was going to say, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty even keel laid back kind of person. And I don't generally get too emotional. And the only time I think on the podcast that I got too emotional was, of course, when we did the episode six about Andrew's story. And and I knew you could feel that one. You you know, I mean, anyone that can't feel that one after you listen to that episode. I'm sorry. Go get your heart checked because that was real. Yes. I'm just saying.
1: It took me people. If you if you didn't know, it took me three days. I didn't sleep for three days. I literally didn't sleep for 3 days after the podcast. Oh really? Yeah, because of the emotion that was coming from you. Oh, okay. I felt that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard I to just will sit with alcohol, but that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: That's fair point, man. But you right? know that that's in you know a lot of people have said that. They said it's very um very impactful. It it was one of those situations that it was hard to listen to. But you couldn't turn it off. Right. Yeah, everyone said that. It's, it's really been a, a good episode. Hard to listen to. But for a lot of people, it was really um, good to hear, get a really good background, and understand what's going on and the thoughts of people who are affected.
1: So yes. and, and it has worked, by the way, for everybody out there. That podcast has saved a life. Oh yeah, it's
0: yeah. Yeah. At least one. Yeah. You know for sure. He's, yes. So, um it's been great, you know. So other than that, so you're back at work.
1: Yes. How can you be excited but not excited about work? <laughs> I was really getting good at learning how to retire. <laughs> you know, because once you're not working, yeah, you spend more money. Yes. Cuz you go I just need to run to Home Depot. Or I need to run to I need to run to the store. I need to, you know, yeah. I need to go pick this little thing, and you can't do that because you're going to end up spending more money than you're making, you know. Even if you're if you're the same amount of money's coming in, but now you have that extra forty or fifty hours off. Yes. So it's hard to say. Oh, I'm just going to run up to Bandera. Well, you can't just run up to Bandera. You know, a hundred dollars worth of gas and food, and you know, gas for the motorcycle and Oh, I might have had to buy a shirt or two or, you know, a couple of beers or whatever. So that that stuff adds up. But I learned how to be able to function during the day without spending a lot of money. That's good. That's really good,
0: man. So you're prepared for retirement. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's about (laughs) to say, you are. Sorry. My finances aren't ready for me, but I'm ready.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of us are in that situation, man. I think we're, you know. Yeah. So uh, I would... Yeah. At this point, I'm looking at my retirement and I'm thinking 70.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About right. Now, if one of us wins a lotto, what's the Powerball? Or one of them is at 300 and something million. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. The other one's at like 140 or something like yeah, that. Yeah so. yeah.
0: so you want me to put a, uh, like, you know, like maybe 10 million in a nice retirement fund and transfer it to you?
1: All I need. Okay, you can keep the other three hundred. All I need. Is six million. But see, that's not the way that would work, though, Jay. I
0: know so it's not, but it's let's
1: funny. Say I won, let's say I won three hundred million dollars. Yes, I would hire you as my podcast director for three hundred thousand a year. Right, but I'd have to also buy you a brand new vehicle every year. I'd have to send you to Bora Bora for a week on vacation. You know, <laughs> so those are the perks of you know. Yeah, I know. Those are just numbers that you're throwing out, but you'll it will be you know health insurance, all that stuff will be put in. Taxes will be taken out. You'll have to hire an accountant to do all that, or you could just give somebody nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars a month for the rest of their lives.
0: Oh, there you go. Set so it up as an auto deposit.
1: Could you quit your job and live on live on ten thousand a month? Oh yeah, it's easy. You think so? Oh yeah. I don't think I can do it. Oh well.
0: Me and you live different lifestyles.
1: Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I have these holes in my pocket. Every time I put money in it just falls right out. And I can't <laughs>
0: so you know, could 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 my st- Cost of living increased to that amount. I'm sure if it was there, yes, it would. But right now, no, I, I'm pretty good, you know.
1: I, See, that's what I'm thinking. So whatever we're making now, let's just let's just round it out to $100,000 a year, right? Yeah. We're making 100000 now. If we were not working at all, I think we'd need to make double that because we're going to be spending more.
0: Yes, because we're going to be out and about and we're not.
1: Yes. Right. I won't I'm disagree with you. I a high game hunt hunting trip and get me a, you know. Yes. And that costs three or $4,000, that kind of thing. So, yeah. But so yeah, I'm going to want to, you know, do the things that I haven't been able to do over the last however many years. is
0: Yeah, join a gym because now I got more time uh, to go go hang out at the gym.
1: No. What? No. I was forced to do PT. It was the best thing because my arm's in better shape than it ever has been in the last 10 years. Right. I won't sign up for a gym because I won't motivate myself to go. I skied for 20 years. I worked out every day. I don't want to do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> I know it doesn't work that way. My body should stay fit for the rest of my life as hard as I worked out for 20 years.
0: That uh, Exactly. No, I actually enjoyed the gym, um, but I only joined the, uh, there you go. I said, um, um, I enjoyed the lifetime whenever I went. Have you ever been to Lifetime?
1: No. What is that
0: so it's the name of a gym. They have one right here down the street from me. It's a little expensive, but it has indoor rock climbing, two indoor pools, two indoor hot tubs, you know and so it's really kind of nice to be honest with have you a bar huh
1: does it have a bar like a juice bar? yes,
0: a- it has a juice yeah. bar and it has food, and then they actually have a place where you can get your uh mani petty haircut all that stuff
1: that yeah. sounds pretty
0: it was nice um i liked it because of the indoor pool so you go upstairs you do your five minute cardio you go over to the weights you lift weights and then from there i'd go downstairs switch into my swimsuit and i'd swim a, a lot of laps so i'd stay in the pool for about an hour and, wow. and, you know, I'd so I'd swim until I was tired, I'd rest, swim till I was tired, rest, you know, and then I'd get out of the pool and I'd go over to the hot tub and sit in the hot tub for 15 minutes and then get out of the hot tub and I may or may not do the sauna. Depends on. And so the sauna was kind of nice because it was a co-ed sauna, you know.
1: There you have it. Yeah, see? They go to this bar and drink you a kale Soda.
0: Uh, I No, uh, what is it? The acai uh, I berry smoothie. Uh, that's what I liked.
1: With a shot of vodka. Uh,
0: not with the <laughs> vodka. Maybe, a cal-
1: maybe, vodka. M-
0: maybe maybe some blueberry mead.
1: There you go. See? There, there's, so. there's calories in blueberry mead, though.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, calories but see, so, you know, the funny thing is, is when I was part of the gym, I did every Saturday morning three and a half hours of a workout. Wow. And I enjoyed it. I felt so good the rest of the weekend. You know, until you work Monday. Yes. Until I went to work Monday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. I didn't mean to come into office this morning to my bathing suit. My yeah,
0: there you go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My gut's hanging out, but you know what? I feel
1: good. No, I was kidding. See, I would have done a speedo, so you know you don't want me in the swimming pool. Yeah, no. Not at this day and age. Let's not, not talk everybody. about.
0: Man, not let's not. Yeah, let's not talk about speedos. <laughs> I remember the worst speedo comment that I ever heard, and I'm going to tell on somebody here on the podcast. It ain't me. No, it ain't you. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember we're sitting in the hallway. You'll probably remember this when I say it. We're talking to the Jeff, one of the Jeff brothers, or the t- Jeff twins.
1: Oh yeah, the Jeff twins, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to Jeff. And he makes a comment about a certain manager inviting them his fam the, the his group over for a pool party. And a certain manager was in a speedo.
1: Really? I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah. Guess who the manager was? That's... I, I don't know, because I never heard that. Mr. Moss. People Be- tell me his name was Bob.
0: Mr. Moss. Uh. uh. And I was like... I looked up at him and I'm like, why did you say that? He said, what? I said, dude, now I got this visual of freaking Bob in a Speedo. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but back then, that wasn't a pretty sight. I don't know what he looks like now.
1: Hey, you know, now he's been walking around the building for lunch. Okay. And he's probably dropped 125 pounds. Ooh, good for him. Okay. Seriously. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. He's
1: really doing good. And he's he's a big man. He's six foot. Yeah, he is. You know, but he he got pretty heavy there for a while, but, you know. Yeah. He's, he's been dropping it. He'll walk around the building four or five times.
0: Yes, but just no offense. I just didn't want to see him in a Speedo. Not in my head either. You no. Know. <laughs>
1: Okay, we're going to cut this podcast short because both of us are about to. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, come on now, no hurling,
0: no hurling, come on. So, okay, we're going to cut over to uh, a little bit. Um, Okay. So, I just kind of wanted to touch base on this a little bit. We know we we've talked about growth over the podcast, and so I recently, you know, of course, um stop dating someone and you know, I'm not going to talk about her or I'm not going to talk about the the reasons why we broke up. That's, you know, between me and her. And she asked me to kind of keep that private. She does still listen to the podcast. So hello, you know who you are, but I did want to talk about what I learned. So this was very interesting. I, I, discovered some things about myself that I guess I was more worried about over the years, but I I recently kind of feel good about. So it was very interesting. I'm going to read some things off my phone, by the way. So look, give me a second. I'm going to bring them up. But I think the one thing that I learned more than anything is even after Andrew, I've I know now That I have the capacity for love. And that, you know, I was worried that I was going to have a problem, you know, ever loving someone or ever making an attachment to someone that was sincere. And so that was that was an interesting kind of learning experience. You know, it didn't work out. um, And it happens. You know, we were at different stages in our life. So, you know, it's, it's no big deal. There's no hard feelings. We actually, you know, departed on good terms. So, um, but I just, you know, I learned some things. So let me bring up this. I was going to bring up this. This is very interesting. Okay, where is this? Here we go. So one of the things I actually asked, and I actually asked her, I was like, hey, can you give me an advice for my match profile? This is pretty fun. So I'm asking a a girl for advice, cause you know why not? I'm a guy. Right. I don't think of things that way. So smart.
1: They're going to give you their opinion.
0: Yes. You know. Well, and and we're we're no longer dating, so she's going to be honest with me. You know, she knows who I am. So she. It was kind of an interesting one. So I wanted. I actually wanted. I haven't told Nick these, by the way. I don't think so. Have I?
1: I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted, I, I said, oh, she's going to sabotage your profile. You know, maybe some girl might do that. I don't know if she would because no. I really like her. Yeah, no, yeah, but- yeah.
0: No, she's a good person and we're going to be friends. You know, we're going to remain friends. So, um, you know, I'm one of the f- first guys that her kid actually liked and we never even met. So, you know, it was kind of interesting. But I, I, I'm going to share a couple things. This is just some notes from her so I thought this was interesting. This tells me a little bit about myself that things I didn't think about whenever you're doing a profile. So, okay. So we're going to, you know, one of the things I talk about on my profile is, you know, Andrew's death four years ago, you know, certain events, trigger emotions, things of that nature. Um, and then of course it, 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 I put at the end of that, if you can't handle that, you know, don't waste my time because it's, you know, I'm just trying to be up front. It's, I'm going to have these emotions. You need to either be ready to deal with it or come on, just pass me by hit left. I don't care. You know, kind of a, and she said that kind of sounds a little harsh.
1: I would agree with her. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, because it's while you, while you're thinking of that, it's just like, uh, uh, we got an email from a listener and, uh, I, we've been kind of emailing back and forth and she has actually done blogs and hold your thought process where you are, Jay. She'd been doing some blogs and she went out with a guy that said he was six foot tall. And when she met him for the first time, he couldn't have been five foot two. He's like, oh, it must've been a typo or something like that. So he purposely misled her. Yes. Because he's short. You know, I would never do that. Yeah. 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 And I would never do something like that. I would go as emotional as I can in my profile, and then I would tell them the more harsher stories when we got to a place where we could communicate if we could have. Right. There you go. Go ahead. I wanted to say that.
0: No, no, no. You're good. So she actually, so this is actually at the top of my profile. The whole Andrew thing is at the top of my profile. And she said, I think this is very important, but I would consider putting this more towards the end and not the very first thing someone reads. Okay, not right. not bad advice. Not a big deal, you know. So, this is the funny one. Um, you know, I talk about doing a podcast. You know, I talk about doing Jay Talk. I tell people, hey, you know, if you want to find out who I am, what kind of crazy stuff do you want to know about me? Sometimes it helps because you know what, people have listened to the podcast, and I actually had a lady one time come back and she listened to the podcast and she said. Um, you don't like smokers and I smoke and I'm like, yeah, it wasn't on her profile. So I know she's like, we probably aren't a good match. And I'm like, yeah, we're not, you know, thanks for being honest. So, you know, it's kind of, it saved me a lot of trouble, but <laughs> she actually makes the comment. She says, you know, my opinion here. So her opinion is I shouldn't tell people to go listen to Jay talk before our first meeting.
1: So and what was her reasoning? Why to, why
0: because of this stuff that we discuss in Talk, can maybe be a little intimidating to people. Sort of like the crazy first dates. You know, that's a little... It's crazy. So,
1: Yeah, but it's always about their being crazy, not us. We're not crazy. Yeah, I know,
0: right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> we don't do anything wrong. Yeah. We're perfect.
0: Yeah, women are crazy, All men are stupid. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I find that interesting. She, uh, she doesn't think I should... And, you know, my argument to her was, you know what? The person is going to have to accept me for who I am. It doesn't hurt for them to find out in the beginning. You know, that that's my attitude. Good, bad, ugly. It is what
1: it is. But I would rather tickle them on the nose with a feather than to beat them over the head with a bat.
0: Oh, I know. But see, the funny thing is, she made that comment, yet... She went out with me, so, you know, obviously, it didn't scare her enough, you know, so, you you know, so, there's nothing, really, I think back to the podcast that we've been doing, man, and honestly, I don't know of anything, barring one thing, there's been nothing that I'm embarrassed about. Well,
1: if it's only one, then, you know. Yeah. I probably have 10 or 15 embarrassing moments on the podcast. Oh, come
0: and on. I, no, come on. I and care. I have no regrets. I have no regrets on
1: anything that we've said in the podcast. No, I, no, I don't either. Yeah. I have some regrets to think that I've done that I've talked about. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: different. But, uh, okay. That's a uh, little different. Okay. You know, uh, the, but see, but part of the podcast is you were learning from those mis- regrets, those mistakes. Yeah. Yes. You know, and so that's a little different in my opinion. But I've had no regrets on our podcast. I really haven't. I really, I'm happy with the content we're bringing. I mean, not everybody's going to like it, you know. Some of the content's not appropriate for my mom, but some of the content is not going to appeal to other people. You know, there are some people that like the Bitcoin, some people don't. There's some people that like the suicide episodes. There are some people that don't. Right. You know, that's the beauty of our podcast is we are talking about real people, real lives in real situations. Those appeal to everyone. Not, you know, and so it it may be different on who they are, but I mean, it appeals to a larger crowd. So anyway, here's the rest of what she said. Uh, I would suggest waiting till you start talking with someone before mentioning this. Maybe mention that you do a podcast, but not the title yet. If you connect, then share. So, makes sense.
1: I, you know, it's not a fair point. point. I mean, it, it, she does have a fair point.
0: She does have a fair point. I won't disagree with that. I, I am who I am. So, uh, the other thing she mentioned, so I talk about, you know, my introvert, some of my likes, RenFest, you know, TV, stuff like that. She said, you could mention your wide variety taste in music and all things tech. So of course, cause she came to the house and she was like, oh my gosh, this is a man cave 100% <laughs> inside and out. So there you go, women. There you go. You've heard it here first. Yes, so but it was funny. She made fun of my TVs. She's like, "What's what's the deal with men and big TVs?" And I'm like, um, "We watch TV. It's like we want it to be on the largest thing we can see it on. I mean, you know, if you're gonna watch football, you're gonna watch it on a big TV. Nobody right. wants to watch football on a little 25 inch TV. No offense, just no. Not gonna work. No, no. So she watches Hallmark. Yeah, the stories are all the same. You know what? You don't have to see it. All you have to do is hear it. You know exactly what's going on. So. You can
1: close your eyes and still understand what's going on. on
0: exactly. You don't need a big TV. Sorry, folks. Yeah, sorry, women, but it's the truth. You know it is. Oh,
1: no, you don't play. I'll watch Hallmark, and I'm not a bashful at all. If I watch one of those shows and it's a little sad, you'll look over, and I'll have tears running down my face. And I'm not bashful about that at all. Oh, there you go, man. I've had a couple of ladies that I was dating. They're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, uh-uh. You don't get to ball over there and snorting and sniffling and blowing your nose. And I'm supposed to be okay with it. Uh-uh. This is the part of the empath where I'm telling you I'm feeling the emotion of what's going on on the TV. Right. And I'm losing it. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I mean, ooh, 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 I'm like losing it.
0: See and the funny thing is is I am a little different. I I get drawn into a show. And so I have I it's almost like I'm a part of the show. I can feel the emotions of the show. Right. 100%. I mean, I it's just I have watched a couple of I've been watching NCIS a little bit of binge watching on Netflix cuz I've been way far behind. And there's been a couple of really tough episodes about marriage, about suicide, um, about kids. It's been really tough on me. So right. um, you know, part of the reason why I went and saw my son this weekend, perspective. You know, um, People right. don't always understand that. They're, why does your son give you perspective? Well, you know what? Just remember, we're not promised tomorrow. Don't wait right. till tomorrow when you can t- tell someone how you feel today. And I think that's part of the problem. One of the things I learned about myself with this latest relationship is I'm very straightforward. I, I don't I don't have time to waste. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I mean, I know that sounds horrible, but
1: yeah, life's too short. And I agree with that because a lot of us tend to when we meet somebody, we start talking to them. We have a decent chemistry. There might be a couple of small little red flags. Oh, I can ignore those. I don't that those don't bother me that bad and then they become prominent. Yes. You know, they start becoming more and more and then that I always joked said I will never marry somebody for two things. I I will never get married without sleeping with them first or being with them for at least 2 years. Right. Because after a certain amount of time, now they're saying a lot of the Psychologists are saying within three to six months, the person should be who they're gonna be for the rest of their life. And so maybe I can cut my, you know, time down a little bit. I will ignore some of the red flags thinking that I can deal with it. Right. Then after a while, I can't deal with it. So I'm the I'm the idiot that put this relationship in motion, whether it be dating or friendship or anything, right?
0: Well, so I I think that is your self-preservation. So most people are saying three to four months, five months, you should know what that person is because you're, you're empathetic. You're setting your own goals because you know what kind of person you are. And you know that you look past the red flags. Well, after six months, The red flags start coming out, and it's like, oh, wait, hold on. Okay. But then you have to figure out, okay, can I still move forward, or do I want to pull back? And so that takes you a little more while because you're trying to be, I mean, overall, you're a good guy. You're trying to be understanding, and that's the gist of it. I think your two-year is honestly a self-preservation. It might be. Because Because you know yourself. Your psychiatrist doesn't know you.
1: Yeah. And it ends up after a certain amount of time, those red flags become important like they weren't before. And then I go into Mr. Fix-It mode. I can fix them. Right. I can make, you know, and that just, that's where it just turns the shit in the hand. You know, I just. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It turns sour because technically you can't fix them if they don't want to be. And if they don't think there's anything wrong, yeah, you got a bigger problem. Kate, big, stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, uh, oh, here was I wanted to
1: share this one. Oh, OK. So here, here's the last
0: three little notes. OK, I did want to share these before we get too much further and okay. then we can move on. Um, some things I think of with you, very affectionate, maybe include your love languages. The, uh, I am who I am communication is very important because I know who I am, um, know what you want and go for it. That's, that's pretty much sums me up. I, you know, it's sort of like we talked about the, uh, when I explained. Make myself vulnerable I tell someone my, how I feel If I don't get that Response back Most people pull back and, and I'm the opposite I double down I, You know and so It can make me come off as a needy person But that's just It's my nature to double down on my emotions Because I believe in them And I just know how I feel You know Maybe I'm a little more in tune with my emotions Than most people are because of Andrew or because of just who I am. I don't know which, but I Damn. am, you know. So um, she also thinks I should start off with what, what I'm looking for. She said, "The also the don't waste my time comes off as harsh. You are a very thoughtful and sweet person, and that doesn't come across in your write-up.
1: Wow, that's interesting because I agree with her wholeheartedly say learning things, right?
0: You know, so it's
1: yeah. Well, you don't put anything negative in your profile.
0: No, you don't, but you know, sometimes no. you get frustrated with, you know,
1: because you'll see I I'll, I'll read a lady's profile and they'll say if you're a smoker, don't bother, you know, swiping on me cuz I don't deal with smokers and I get it, I understand that, but I mean you could just say I'm not very fond of smoking. You yes. know, you don't have be such a so harsh about it
0: yeah you just say non-smoker just just leave it at that yeah he's not
1: smoker yeah be polite about it yeah when you're all like just get out of my face because you're a smoke you know and that's just not nobody's gonna want to do that i actually saw a profile and i'm i'm switching gears i saw a profile a lady was on there and she flat out started saying I will cheat around on you. I will screw around on you. I will steal your money. I will do all your drugs. I will sleep with your family. If you don't like a woman like that, don't bother. I'm like, why in God's name did you even put a profile on here? And this woman is probably getting bombarded by men that think they can fix her. (laughs) Blows me away. (laughs) But that's
0: exactly it. They think they can fix her. She's getting all the attention, and it's exactly what she wants. She wanted the attention and that profile got it for her.
1: Sure did. It must've. Yeah. So that's crazy.
0: I know. That's just- <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, I think you told us about that profile before. That one still oh my, cracks me I- up. I was still really, I just like, really come on. I didn't think mine was that negative, but man, that one's crazy. So that crazy. yeah, that one is crazy.
1: You know, I've, I've, I'm not bashful of asking women their opinions on that kind of stuff. And reading up, again, watching TikToks about setting up your online dating profile, you would not believe how many hundreds of thousands of people have a suggestion for you.
0: Oh, yeah. So
1: I went out and I searched online dating tips, and I only picked on the women because I wanted their opinion, right? Right, right. I need a guy's opinion, I'm calling you first, and then all my other buddies, and going, what the hell do you think I should do? All the women had one word to say right off the bat, emotion. Okay. They don't want to know. Women don't want to know how much money you have, how many things you have, how successful you are or not successful. They want to know who you are and what kind of emotions do you bring to the table. Right. You know? Well, and see, that's where I think the podcast is beautiful for us. Right? Because they can get to know who we are.
0: Right. I mean, Andrew's story is a like, you, you want to get really emotional. Yeah there, there you you, go. yeah, there you go. Let's just be right. honest. So, you know.
1: Even about all the other things, everything we talk about here is our opinion on some type of emotion with these online datings or the IT stuff and, you know, all of it. Every bit of it.
0: Yeah, and the funny thing is, it's I hear a lot of times, a lot of people are like, you know, you guys are so dead on about some of this stuff. They really like our point of view. And it's there's been some aha moments. Even for ourselves, we've had our own aha moments. You know, yes. I, I, the, I think the first aha moment for you was when we did the self-worth episode, and you were like, yes. I, I, I'm a four or five. And you're like, now, you know, you're, you're like, I'm a nine, you know? And when I said a 10, nine or 10, you're just like, kind of like, what, what, what the hell?
1: Okay. I got you. (laughs) Yeah. But see, here's the thing that caught me about that is how do you know that that woman that you think's a 10 doesn't think you're a 10? That's where I went. What? Yes. That's the aha moment. Okay. That was the aha moment right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? If you don't consider yourself a nine or 10. Why should she?
1: Absolutely.
0: You know? Yeah. So I do want to share with you. I've gotten a couple, uh, you know, we've gotten a couple of feedback. So, you know, of course, we got an email that Nick was talking about. We're going to try to have this girl come on the show and talk about um, some of these dates um, that were in our yeah. blog. And so what was, what was the name of her blog so we can share it with the crowd? Um, it was. Uh,
1: I should have prepped. For her, I don't know the name of her blog, but I do know that some of her stories absolutely blew ours away.
0: Oh, they were hilarious. But I'm sure most women could do, do that.
1: I can't, I just can't fathom how these guys come in and literally on the first time that they talk on the phone, he talks about how he's a cross dresser. Oh, yeah, that was not... <laughs> Nothing in his profile. They text for two or three weeks, and then all of a sudden they get on the phone, and he's in the BDSM, and he's a cross-dresser. Yes. What the hell happened? I know. Did he take his medication and set up his profile and then quit taking it? I mean, <laughs> I what happened? I know. I'm like, what the so, hell?
0: Yeah, so by the way, it's uh refreshingly50.com. Is the name of the uh, the blog? So yes, go hilarious. check. Go.
1: You Guys, got to go read them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know this. Uh, her name's Abigail. She sent Nick an email, and they they corresponded a couple of times. We actually asked her to come on the show and tell some of the stories, but we're going to do that at the first of the year because it's it's too too close to the holidays. We got a lot going on, you know, family and stuff like that. So, but yeah, it was really funny reading. Um, some of these refreshingly 50 dating stories that, oh, oh my, my gosh, God. I, I, I did the one, what is it? The rise of the little helper. What was it? The drunk guy. Oh uh, yeah. The Mr. I'm not an alcoholic. That was the hilarious one. That one was great. <laughs> I found that one hilarious. So guys, if you want something funny to read and you don't want to listen to a podcast, go read these. These are actually pretty funny. I'll give this girl some credit,
1: Uh, unbelievable credit. She can write. Yeah, she really can write. Yeah, because the one that the the rise of the little helper, oh my god, the way she wrote that, I was I was smiling and laughing through the entire thing. Yes, yes, because of the way she worded it and how she progressed through the stories. I think she would be amazing doing her own podcast.
0: Yeah, so coming on for yeah, yeah, exactly. We can't wait. We wanted to come on ours, share some of the stories. Maybe we can get her to be a regular. I don't know. Maybe maybe she'll get lucky and she'll find someone and then she won't be a regular anymore. But you know, it's still, it would be fun. So so that was one. I will tell you, I got some feedback today from someone. Um let's see, she checked out our podcast for the first time. Um said she listened to the one that was five love languages. Um, of course, she said touch is very important. And, uh, you know, she said uh, it was, where was this response?
1: It's funny how she said touch is very important. And everybody that I talk to either says words of affirmation or touch. I really haven't met but one person that their love language, right off the bat, is gift-giving and acts of service. My ex-wife was acts of service.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: it's just, that's going to turn me on.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: funny. But no, she so made. I'm a kitchen cleaner. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Years, a master kitchen cleaner.
0: Well, it's whatever. <laughs> you're so hilarious. You're killing me, dude.
1: Just saying. I'm trying to make time here because you're reading and I'm ready for you to look up and go, okay,
0: yeah, I got it. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. So okay. it's, uh, she did say, you know, It's. she found our podcast to be really funny. She enjoys them. She said, you guys are great together. Um, the other big comment was, I listened to a few today and last night. I find you guys very easy to listen to and funny. And I was like, oh, okay. That's a new kind of compliment. I, I've i had a lot of people say that we, we're authentic, that we're real. They They enjoy that aspect of our show. But to right. hear someone say we're easy to listen to, yeah, okay. okay, that that's kind of an interesting one. I mean, that means that our stories are flowing. Um, we do a good job, and it's not a lot of this, Um, eh, uh, uh, yeah, hey, uh, mm, yeah, uh mm. right. so I find that funny. You started off with the show, and I think we've said, uh. More this episode than any previous episode. Just because you I, did it on purpose.
1: Because I, I, yeah, I said it.
0: You jinxed us, man. It's all your fault. I'm blaming you.
1: Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're going to say it. But when it overtakes the conversation, that's just when it's just bad.
0: I know? know. I know. But I do. I, I find it funny that I think, honestly, I re- I've listened to myself say it a couple of times today. And I'm like... I've listened to our episodes, and I don't think we say it once sometimes on an entire episode. We really do. We articulate well, and we try to have fun. We're not afraid
1: to pause, even though this is all audio. We're not afraid to pause instead of replacing it with a sound.
0: Right. Well, and, and the pause gives people time to think, too, about what we've said, not just about us articulating. You know, when you read a book you don't read a book, like every line flowing immediately, no, there's a period at certain points. There's, you know, different things that, you know, a comma, an exclamation mark. You know, those are all things that separate a story out, and and that's all we're doing. You know, people, right. people, people. I think, know and understand that. But, yes, when you're in a meeting, people are like, uh, 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 you know, I'm important, so you need to listen to me. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dude, that really? You're not that important if you're having to say, uh, um, uh, 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 uh,
1: uh. Especially when that's all I'm hearing, you know. <laughs>
0: I know, exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so, that's
0: you? really horrible. i okay. uh, being rude. But... <laughs>
1: I mean, the truth, and I'm sure I'm guilty at one point in time in a meeting where I was stumbling through it, too, and it happens, you know. Right. I've done presentations when I was going to college that I talk like that because I didn't go prepared like I should have. Right. Presentation wasn't all that great. I wasn't that interested in the subject that I was talking about. So of course you're going to fumble through it. Uh, okay. And that's can... When you're, when you're fumbling, that's when you throw in that I got to have noise here because it makes me uncomfortable when there's silence.
0: Or or somebody else is going to jump in and take my thunder. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, so kind of kind of circling back after you finished. Uh, with some of your text messages talking about all that stuff. I have been dating somebody for a while now, and I've never been comfortable with somebody about the communication factor. And the emotions that I receive from her aren't extreme emotions. I mean, there's good emotions, there's bad emotions, but they're not like, a hundred times bad and a hundred times good. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, do uh, you sure you want to talk about this on the podcast? <laughs> Your current dating? No, I absolutely <laughs>
1: want to talk about this because we've talked about it. She'll listen to the podcast. I okay. Mean, okay. She's absolutely an extraordinary woman. Anybody that puts up with my shit for you know just a certain amount of time has got to be extraordinary in some aspect. <laughs> this one's probably the most comfortable when it comes to communication because she can look at me and she can say how she feels. Right. I take it as a corrective thing. I don't immediately get defensive and jump at her, you know, and vice versa. I felt uncomfortable about a few things, and I talked to her about it, and she's like, okay, we're going to work on this together. The minute she said that just made our relationship that much stronger. Yes, yes, I agree. Getting defensive, you know, when somebody says, hey, you know, I'm not getting enough of your time. Right. Right. And then they go, well, man, I, you know, my life is busy and I got all, you know, and then they just go, they immediately get defensive and they go, I'm doing the best. You know, that's not how that works. If I was to come to her and say, I'm not getting enough of your time, and she would respond, I will start working on that or we will start working on that together. How can we do that as, as partners or as a team? But, uh, uh, that's extraordinary Yeah, but You made
0: a key point there, is you talk. Yes. The number one thing is talk. I mean, if you can't talk to each other, you're already in a losing battle. I don't care what yeah. anyone says. If you can't talk, that is your biggest problem right there. Well, one- I
1: had a very small issue one night, and I didn't say anything. I just let it go. And then so the next morning um I went I went my way and she went hers and she called me right after I left and she said I know something's bothering you. I I would really like to to discuss it with you. I have time. Right. Whenever you're ready to sit down and talk about it. Right. And I responded with I'm not ready. So while we were talking on the phone, maybe a minute or two later, I started discussing what was frustrating about it. And we talked it through. She understood where I felt, I understood how she felt, how we how the miscommunication got skewed or the communication got skewed, like it's going to happen yes. on a daily basis. 100%.
0: Right? Yes, I agree.
1: And then she said, will you I want will you work on one thing for me? For the next couple days, and I said, "What's that?" She says, "I want you to work on not holding in that frustration. When it happens, come to me right away." And I said, "Sometimes I might be frustrated. And I want to come at you, you know, like yeah, like I'm angry or something. I want to take a breath." And she's like, "I'm really bad about that too. I want to take a breath and calm down, and then discuss and talk, how I feel and then yeah. talk about." Yes. She says, but please do your best. And I said, yes, ma'am.
0: Yeah. But I, I, I will agree with you. You know, both points are really great points. I think talking when you're still in the moment can lead to a yelling match because you're not going to listen to each other because you're still emotionally flared up. You know, right. and so I think your approach I I know she may not agree, but I think your approach was a good one because you needed to get away, you needed to clear your head, and then you could talk to her, and she could, you know, take it in without this, Oh, I can't believe you did this. I what the hell are you thinking? You know, no, no, no. You're like, look, honey, this is what happened, this is how I feel. And and that's a different tone and that sets a better tone. You can actually communicate. Right. You know, when you come at her when you're angry, she's gonna shut down or she can get right back in your face and that's just gonna get ugly.
1: That's way and it's sad because we're conditioned to do that. Yes. If anybody if if the second we feel the slightest bit of being attacked, we're gonna get in defense mode. Right. Well, if you weren't such a, you know, if you weren't such a bait, you know. Yeah. Like if it was, I'm not getting enough of your time. Well, then you just need to grow the cup up because this is the way the world is. And we got, our lives are busy and we got, I'm, I'll give you time, but it's just not going to come as often as you want. And then you start feeling insecure and codependent and, you know, clingy and needy. And, yeah. you know, that's when all that falls apart.
0: Yes. Yes. And generally when that happens... You have a tendency, your emotions will pull you away subconsciously, 100%, because you're like, this person is not meeting my needs. It has nothing to do with being needy, folks. Come on. Stop with that crap. It has everything to do with, does the person meet your needs? So every person because is you're different. Not, you're
1: not needy. Yes. If you're with the person that's giving you what you Need, want, however you want to say that. Yeah. If getting in a relationship, what you think a relationship should be, you won't be codependent. You won't be needy. You won't be overzealous. You won't get jealous. You won't. You know.
0: You'll become independent of the- instead of codependent. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and that's so very she- important. So. Yeah. No, I like that story. That you know, that's a, that's a really good story,
1: um, and it's a really Talk important. <laughs> I love the communication. This woman is amazing. Yeah, she really is.
0: That's good. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're happy. So, you know, that's been...
1: You can continue to put up with my shit. (laughs) (laughs) That poor girl's got a long haul ahead of her. Yeah, there you
0: go. Yeah, listen to you. Come on now, man. We've been friends for 20 (laughs) years. It ain't ain't that bad.
1: I'm just teasing. Because I know she's going to listen to the podcast. And she's going to be proud of the fact that we do. I, I I really appreciate the way she handles herself and it allows me to handle myself appropriately. Yes. And you know.
0: Yeah, you don't feel you don't feel codependent. You don't feel anything. You feel co-independent and you both can work on the relationship together.
1: Well, and, we don't feel like we're threatening each other with. Exactly. You know, That's, not like that. It's,
0: yeah. That's why I said it's co independent because you're both still your own person, but you like to be together. And I, I think that's really a key. You are doing a pretty good job so far. So, so far, K- kudos to you, man. So, hey. hey, you know, I take a little credit. You know, I, I helped him with this therapy <laughs> on the podcast. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <hey>. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Where's my that's hourly hell. rate, man? No, I'm just kidding.
1: I've been Venmoing. Who have I been Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I wrapped it all up into Bitcoin and I'm losing my shirt.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, me too. Trust me, I know. Holy yeah, crap. They're... So um It'll... Uh, it'll come back. It it'll will come, come back. back. I know it'll, it's
1: funny as hell. Years from now, it might be up to four dollars.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh, he bought it for
1: two seventy five. No, yeah. man, that's too long.
0: We're, we keep messing with Dave, you know, because we text him here and there about the, the the Bitcoin stuff, and you know, we give him a hard time, but you know, we we love Dave for coming on the show and talking about it. So we it's
1: like because October was supposed to be a big push. Yes, but one particular Bitcoin or. Cryptocurrency, whatever you, I, I don't know the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because literally when we were doing the first podcast, I was falling asleep. I um, know, I know. It, it just doesn't interest me because I don't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah. I, he was talking, I need the book of dummies for Bitcoin or for blockchain cryptocurrency.
0: and cryptocurrency. And yeah, I know. He,
1: he is so advanced in his explanations and the things he talked about. I, I was lost, completely lost. So. Yeah, Dave's really brilliant with that. I mean, he knows that stuff upside down and backward. You know? yeah. He just has to realize that we're seven-year-old kids that you know don't know anything.
0: I will tell you something really interesting, and this is for you too, Dave. I actually was at a data center two weeks ago. I had to go look at one of our servers in one of our racks. And this is a public data center, sort of like Cyrus One you know, where you rent a rack or rent a space, you know what I'm talking about. So
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, and for those of you who don't know, there's generally, there's these data centers around Houston. You essentially rent a server rack, and, you know, they provide all the power, and, I mean, you pay for it, but they provide, you know, redundancy and everything, so it literally makes sure all your equipment stays up all the time, even during hurricanes and everything. So it's really beautiful. So in the rack, one over from ours, there were three racks, and they were literally filled to the gills for crypto mining. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we're talking um, video card by video card by video card. And when I say the amount of heat coming off of these racks, I'm surprised the AC was keeping up because it was hot as hell. It was really crazy. So, it was really cool to see, but it was really crazy. So, because, you know, we had talked about that. And, yeah, just to see, you know, they're renting public space now. So Because they, they just have too much
1: equipment for their crypto mining. So See, I met, I talked to somebody that knew somebody that was crypto mining. And they have a small little place outside of Austin. It's a thousand acre ranch. Okay. And that, they do their crypto mining out of that. And they, they're just filthy. Yeah. They're Filthy rich. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah.
0: So, well, folks, I don't have anything else. Uh, We, I think we've shared a lot. You know, we've 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 all had some growth. I've had a lot of growth lately. You know, yes, I'm, you know, I'm back single. I am back to trying to date again. Um, You know, I was a little, a little sad this weekend. You know, I guess just I, I'm emotional. You know, Andrew did that to me. Maybe I was, I may have been emotional before Andrew, just Andrew brought it out more hardcore. And so, but you know, when you break up with someone, it's just, it's, it takes its toll, you know? And so, but you know, I did, I, I visited Andrew and, and you know, I know this sounds crazy, but it really does put things into perspective. And so everybody needs to find that one thing that kind of, kind of, I don't know, brings you back to reality. You know, so, but, Definitely not. you know, I still don't want to be around people. Well, some people.
1: <laughs> I like, Skype, it. that count? Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I still like being around you, man. We're all good. No, no, no. I no. You know what I mean, though. It, it's it's the holidays, and honestly, the other part of seeing Andrew was is it did make me sad, you know, that I'm not going to have Andrew around for the holidays. And so it's just kind of, Yeah. You know, it did put life into perspective because you know I really do. life's too short. I can't just you know sitting around being sad about someone who wasn't ready to be in a relationship with me. I right. need to move on and be with someone who is there and, you go and it, and it, I know that sounds harsh, but you know it it's uh it's tough. It really is, you know, when you have to go through those types of situations. And
1: everybody's everybody's gone through it. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's just tough. It's just not something you can just go, oh well, toss it over your shoulder. You know, some people in this world can. Yeah, we're not those people. people. Yeah, we're definitely not those people.
0: Remember what we said? We'll never get ahead because we have a heart. That's right. <laughs> and we're talking. We were mainly talking about you know work workplace type stuff, but. Because you know.
1: they say all CEOs and CIOs, all these multimillionaire people, they're all sociopaths. Yeah. All narcissists, and they wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire, but now they're worth millions. I mean, however that, you know.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: I I I, I have to spit on somebody. I, I don't even, even if I don't like them. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know. I can name a handful of people right now that I would say I wouldn't spit on if they were on fire, but if they were really on fire, I would. And then remind them several times that I just saved their life. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, <laughs> don't like me, but I just saved your
0: life. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, and I think that's that's just it's our nature. I ain't gonna say it's human nature because human nature contradicts me all the time. Our yeah. nature is is you know if somebody needs help, we have a tendency just to help, you know. But it's. Uh, It becomes part of who we are, so That's the way it works Yeah, well dude, I, uh, you know, it's kind of a crazy random talk session I hope the fans really enjoyed it, because this was just kind of a, a fly session, you know It was before Christmas, just to kind of give you what's going on in our lives, you know Not every episode has to be about a certain topic, it can just be about us
1: That's right You know
0: and as my friend said, he'll know, he listens to the podcast, I am my own favorite topic.
1: <laughs> it wasn't me, by the way.
0: <laughs> I am not that way, but I just thought it was funny. I actually have a friend who said that. You know, it was when I heard that, I was like, that was hilarious. So. That was creepy. Whatever, that's not creepy. Right Come here. on. <laughs>
1: like giving him a hard time
0: yeah there you go so well folks uh you know of of course like follow you know we hope you enjoy the show we enjoy bringing it to you Um, yes we do we do and you know so i don't have anything else do you man
1: just send us an email if you got questions
0: yeah be like the uh i
1: will respond yes abigail sent an email and she's like i'm surprised you responded it wouldn't she wasn't expecting a response. We will respond to your email.
0: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yep. we 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 want to hear from you guys. So, you know, uh, especially California folks. Come on now, come on. Send us an email, just folks. Say hi. Yeah, just say hi. Just say hello. We we won't yeah. mention you on the show if you don't want to. No. yeah. Okay. We'll just say somebody from California came. Uh, you know, emailed us. So you know, there you go. Yeah, we'll be nice. So. Um, other than that, I don't have anything else. Oh, by the way, we're uh in development. I haven't told Nick this yet. What? That's de-
1: supposed to surprise me on the podcast.
0: I know, I know. Here you go. Our audio engineer is actually going to write us a theme song. Nice. He really is. So nice. one of his latest classes, of course, he's in college, you know, full time, but one of his latest classes, he had to write a little kind of a snippet, like a 25, 30 second song to be part of his portfolio. And he had to get graded from the class on this. Oh, nice. Yeah. Guess what he made? What? It was either 98 or 100. Oh, I was. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: No, he did a really were, good job. What Kind of music was it? I was okay, like, Okay, oh, what no. kind
0: of music? Yeah. No, the kind of music it's 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 a it was a really nice kind of upbeat um not a dubstep, but maybe a little like dubstep. Got a really great beat to it. So, oh, wow. I yeah. can't wait to hear. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's uh, over the holidays. I already told I, I haven't told him. He's going to find out tonight that I'm actually going to pay him to do it. Nice. Yes.
1: So. Hell, I figure out I how to do what we pay me. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your soundbite. <laughs> so wait, right. and I,
0: that's a better one. By the way, <laughs> we did have someone come out too, and I forgot to mention this before we hang up, before we do everything, and make sure you come on, guys. Follow, email, you know, listen to the podcast. But we actually had someone who came on and actually wanted us to have. A um, what do they call it? Not a logo, but a mascot. Mascot, yes.
1: Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Didn't yeah. think about that either.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he already told me what, what our mascot needed to be.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I know that everybody keeps arguing with me about your picture on J Talk, they want to change it up. That way, they want to put the mascot on the.
0: Oh no 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 no! We can't put the mascot oh. up there. Yeah yeah. So no, it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pickled thumb with the face. Oh my <laughs> god!
1: <laughs> yes, we can't put that on the logo.
0: They literally it was it was literally you know take a pixel take a pickle. It put a thumbnail at the top. Draw on a face. There you go. There's our there's our mascot. <laughs> yeah, no, no. no, no. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. I had to bring it up. I mean, it was great, <laughs> it dude. Uh, come on, yeah, it, it was great. It was really hilarious. So you know, he listens to the show, so I know he's gonna he's gonna be laughing his butt off for it right now. Oh my Where's god. The- Oh, um, yeah yeah it. there the pickled thumbs our mascot, yeah there you go, so you know if we ever do a live show, we have to have a pickled thumb out there in an outfit. that would just be a little awkward though, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so Nick never knew that his story was gonna go global, <laughs> yes. yeah, so anyway, well, you know, I don't have anything else, man. I really it was great today. love you, man. Yeah. love you too, brother. Um, you know, love your fans,
1: so yep yeah talk to a, you, yep, talk to you later, peace out.